1: Here's your Real Estate Insider, Dr. Chuck Fury.
2: Hello, folks. Dr. Chuck here, your Real Estate Insider. Great to be back with you once again this week. For 25 years, we've been helping folks at Stanford Property, and we would love to help you at least sort out your situation. There's no charge or obligation. You can give us a call anytime to do that. I think Mike Staten, my very able sidekick here, and... Uh, a member and very important member of our Stanford Property Brain Trust, where we solve problems and challenges folks have with real estate, is here
3: with us today. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Chuck I'm um, great, thanks. Good, it's, good. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to be here again and I want to invite all of our listeners to give us a call here at eight 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 no taxes in case uh you know they have any specific questions or general sure. questions or like us to talk about something on the air, you know, give us a ring and we're we're happy to talk with you and See what we can do, or just you know talk about your ideas. So eight 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 no taxes, Mike. Is that a come on here? I mean, um, <laughs> a lot of people, <laughs> a lot
2: of people come to me and say, "Hey, you cannot avoid taxes. You might be able to defer them, but you can't avoid them." And what do we mm-hmm. usually say to that? Uh, we say you're
3: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean we don't try to yeah. throw it in people's face or anything, but no, no, no. Um, there are strategies where you can avoid capital gains taxes on the sale. Uh, of your property if you right. do it correctly, if you That's follow right. a plan and uh, you make it work. Uh, and we help our clients do that day in, day out. Right. And this is in compliance with the tax code.
2: Absolutely. And we always tell our clients, go talk to your CPA or your tax advisor and verify our information. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very important for them to get a second opinion in any case. Yeah, and, always. Uh, yeah, but very often the accountants will call me and say, hey, that's that's a really interesting strategy. Never thought about doing it that way, but yeah, it passes mustard. And so um, I always say passes mustard, but no, it's really mustard, isn't it?
3: It is mustard, but yeah. that's okay. I, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you I can must pass be the mustard if you yeah. want.
2: <laughs> I kind of feel like a hot dog right now, actually. There you go. Yeah, When's yeah, we'll the ball, go game? A ball game. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a great ball game on right now, and here we have to do... Uh, you know real estate discussions. Yeah, so. well, you know, I enjoy both. So Yeah, well, me too. That that is true. So looking around at some of these um you know, uh newspaper clippings and stuff, I saw this great uh ad. It said uh it was a guy ringing the doorbell and it said home inspection reveals doorbell doesn't work. And then the uh tagline is Better ask for all new wiring, new furnace, (laughs) water softener, and a jacuzzi tub. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Might as well ask for it all. Sure. And I always tell my clients, they say, you know, you make these big commissions on uh, helping people buy and sell property. Um, What, you know, why... You know, why is it worth that much? Now, the buyers don't mind because the sellers typically typically pay the commission, almost mm-hmm. always. But the sellers are like, gee, you know, what is this about? Well, just last week, I had um, a client come in and uh, ask me to help represent them in uh, negotiating a sale on their property. And they were selling it to the neighbor, and it was a friendly transaction. And so it wasn't... Uh, I was acting as a consultant in that transaction, not as a real estate broker uh, in the MLS. And so they already had the buyer, and um, they said, you know, we've already negotiated the price and everything's cool, and it's an as-is-sale. He knows that. Yes, we're giving him a sweetheart deal as far as price goes. And I showed them the comps and said, "You don't have to do this mm-hmm. Not in this marketplace." But uh, the guy was very lucky, um, and lo and behold, um, about uh, three or four days later, they had a home inspection. He came back with a bunch of demands for for more um, for more reduction on the price, wow. and that's one of the values. after the
3: sweetheart deal he got after offered. the
2: sweetheart deal. And so we all knew, of course, he wanted to buy this property and wasn't going to pass up on it. Yeah. So he didn't get his requests. Yeah. Um, we were nice about it, but uh, we were not going to concede any further uh, requests. But that is what happens. You know, the doorbell doesn't work. So, gee, can you, you know, in his case, he wanted um, 20, almost a $25,000 concession. Ooh. And uh, that's a lot of money. For a non-working doorbell. Yeah. twenty-five <laughs> thousand. Right. This is a $25,000 doorbell right here.
3: <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, maybe if it's on the White House, but
2: uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it might wow. have a historical value or something.
3: Well, there's um, a lot of different ways that you can um, market a property, and in, in this case, it was uh, you know selling to a neighbor. But um, yeah. I, I did see a uh, an advertisement, a for sale sign um, mm-hmm. on a house, and it looked like they had a a um, additional unit on mm-hmm. on the building. You know, often those are called mother in law units, and yeah. so I saw this uh, for sale sign. It had a rider above the sign, so that it read "mother in law for sale." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, they're not getting multiple offers on that particular uh,
3: offer, but uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, heavy, th- heavily discounted too. Yeah, a yeah, I yeah. think it
3: might need to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so that, that, that could be a difficult sell. Yeah, but, yeah um, could be a difficult sell. That's but right. they may want to reevaluate how they're marketing that one. Yeah, yeah. Because right. mother-in-law units are very, very useful, and mother-in-laws, you know, they're yeah. they're useful. They too. can be useful <laughs> as well. Absolutely, yeah.
2: Well, when they're the mother of the, of the person that you love, um, you have to give them credit for something. Let's oh, yeah. Let's face that. Absolutely. So, you know, that's uh, – yeah. So that's great. Uh, today I wanted to kind of go through a little bit, um, you know, of a primer for real estate again. We do this periodically and mm-hmm. to help our listeners because many of them just join us. Many are first-time listeners today, I'm sure. Right. Um, we, we often say that real estate is the ideal investment um, because it can provide and often provides income. That's the I. The D is depreciation. The E is equity buildup. The A is appreciation. And the L is leverage. And any one of those tools or benefits can be a very significant to your portfolio and to your lifestyle and your future. And we always talk people about their lifestyle. We always want to know how is their real estate serving them. If they're investors, that real estate should be um, creating an income for them, a legacy for them, uh, and hopefully some other benefits uh, for either their children or themselves or those people they love. Uh, And by using these benefits, leverage is a terrific benefit to use, and there's many different vantage points to view leverage in real estate and in life. You can leverage people, you can leverage your time, you can leverage your money, you can leverage your tenants, uh, which we can get into if we have time, uh, Mm -hmm. to create uh, economies of scale, to create
3: more income for you with less work. Yeah. You know, I really like doing these uh, fundamental shows because we can get back to basics and talk about what really makes a difference. And it's it's great. You know, you being a credited wealth management advisor, you have a great insight into how real estate is a solid investment for people. And that's something that they can look at and make sure that they can build their own net worth using real estate. Because of these basic fundamentals.
2: I love to take investment products and repurpose them into real estate. For Mm -hmm. example, I like to look at the advantages of a lot of different types of investments that people are looking to uh, solve a particular problem or solve a challenge in their life, uh, create a particular benefit. And I maintain that in real estate, the properly selected real estate and properly managed real estate can provide more benefits than any other investment. I know that's a strong statement, um, but I have studied lots of different kinds of investments. For example, an annuity. Um, The insurance annuities have some very good benefits. They're very good to be used in uh, an estate plan. They have tax benefits. have income benefits. But in terms of um, structuring that income, there's less flexibility there than you have as a real estate person. And as a real estate person, particularly if you negotiate private financing on your real estate, you are in a position of tremendous flexibility. And you can create um, tax advantage strategies on your own or with the help of someone like Stanford Property or us, mm-hmm. can, you can create that estate plan for yourself along with a great income and a great investment. And uh, it's not to say that these other investment vehicles aren't and shouldn't be a part of your diversified portfolio. They should be um, to keep it diversified and not put all your eggs in one basket. But um, I remember Peter Lynch, who was probably one of the most brilliant stock pickers of, of the last century, Uh, He retired from Fidelity Magellan when he was 45 or 46. Um, Just just a brilliant Wunterkind of investing. He always talked about diversification as... Diversification, <laughs> uh, he said. When you find a winner, uh, you put your eggs in that basket and you move with it. And um, really, a contrarian uh, point of view. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I feel the same way—not um, to the same extent—but I feel the same way with real estate. If if you um, get the right kind of benefits and you diversify your real estate i 'm um, comfortable having people have sixty seventy seventy five percent of their portfolio in real estate, to be mm. honest
3: yeah It's it 's
2: appreciating asset it's, it's, and that's right yeah, it 's a
3: great investment
2: and it's a and it 's a an inflation hedge and it 's a tax advantaged investment if you apply those strategies that are in the quote correctly mm-hmm.
3: well I think so, uh, there's a lot of people that are agreeing with you. I know a Gallup poll just uh, released showed that thirty five percent which was the highest um, of any investment group that they were um, uh, looking at in this survey, 35% of people chose real estate as their preferred investment over stocks, over bonds, over all sorts of other investment types. So that's a uh, significant uh, increase from five years ago when they did the same uh, research. So now real estate's on the top as far as what people think is the best investment. We find that
2: cyclical um, viewpoint a lot in these economic cycles. I've been through three major recessions in this... Um, economy, and the joke is um, it's always a trick to try to figure out when you're close or at the top of a market, for example, and when you take some um steps to uh, minimize the uh, bloodshed there and they always say that when um realtors start buying a lot of property uh, it's time to get out <laughs> and i'm a realtor so i'm uh, kind of uh, making fun of my own self here but the idea is that from a contrarian standpoint you want to be doing something different than than the masses. And right now, 35% of the people are looking back and saying uh, real estate is a great investment. And it is a great mm-hmm. investment. And absolutely. you're absolutely right. But what's important with real estate is the flexibility it provides. And so that if, in fact, you need to switch your real estate to make it more um, inflation um, proof or more tax advantage, you can do this without paying capital gains tax if you know how to do it properly. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we s- can help people with that. Absolutely. We say to people, we'll show you to sell your property, whether it's your home or income property, we'll be able to show you how to sell that property without any capital gains tax exposure if you want to. And um, and we do that. And we'll, yeah. Um, yeah. it's when you save like one of our clients did recently, over $600,000 in in capital gains taxes, you end up having an income on that money that's very substantial. It can put your kids through college, um, whereas you would have paid it to the government.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know? and that's a, a great thing to see somebody really appreciate the savings that they get when they do a yeah, strategy right. like that. So now we know real estate is an ideal investment. So after the break, we should
2: talk a little bit more about... Um, a question i get often and that is once i put my money into real estate then i'm stuck i can't if i decide i want to invest in stocks later it's too late it's too bad yes it has great tax advantages but hey i might not want to feel like i want to have all my money in real estate in the future i might want to diversify and i can't that that frightens me and at the after the break we're going to examine that question and find out if it's really true and if it is we'll find out ways that are legal to diversify if you wish to in the future. So uh, I think we should take five, Mike, and we'll be back in just a few short moments to be with our listeners again. Thanks for listening.
1: For questions or comments about today's topic, send email to hi Dr. chuck at gmail.com. That's H-I-D-R-Chuck at gmail.com. Or call 1-888-NO-TAXES. Now, back to your Real Estate Insider with Dr. Chuck Fury.
2: Welcome back, folks. Dr. Chuck here, your Real Estate Insider. Thank you for listening, and thanks for staying with us. And if you're now just joining us today, we have been discussing the real estate benefits, the ideal benefits of real estate. I-D-E-A-L. It's an acronym for many of the benefits you can realize in real estate. We have Mike Staten with
3: us. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Chuck? Great. Terrific. I know there's a big moment coming up for you uh, yeah. in your life. Yeah, yeah. We're looking forward to the wedding. It's, um, yeah. it's still a little bit away, but um, getting closer every day. Oh, fantastic.
2: I You know, if you need somebody to go and do a champagne testing with you, or cake yeah. testing,
3: let me know. Well, how about we do that right after the show. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Maybe some mimosas or something in the yeah, afternoon. Sure. Why not? <laughs> that, that's terrific. Yep. Um, so we were talking before the break about
2: uh, real estate as being um, a great way to invest um, a significant amount of your proceeds because it's so flexible and it has so much benefit attached to it. And it can be designed as an investment uh, vehicle with many of the same uh, qualities and more flexibility um, because it's self-directed than mutual funds or uh, annuities or other investment vehicles that you can look at. Not to say that those other investment vehicles don't serve a purpose for diversification, but um, we were talking about that. And a question I get a lot is, well, hey, if I put most of my eggs in the real estate basket, then I got to keep it there for the rest of my life. I don't know that I want to do that. I might change my mind in 10 years or five years.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, people can change their minds and they can actually use that money for other investment types if they want to they are not stuck in real estate so I know a lot of people think that that's the case um, or real estate is difficult to manage or um, you know primarily like you're saying people think it's hard to get out of that's right um, but no, not if you, you plan it and you manage it correctly. It's, yeah, um, right. it's very flexible.
2: That's right. And I get even sophisticated people who understand what a 1031 exchange is and how you can protect your investment property from capital gains there. Um, they will come and say, hey, but you've got to keep it all in real estate and you can't uh, diversify that money and so forth. And that's not true. We have right. our legacy investment plan shows people of how to – uh, even on their personal residence, how to pull out significant cash assets um, to diversify and reinvest in other vehicles if they so choose and keep a portion in real estate and uh, create essentially an estate uh, an estate um, plan for themselves that uh, is pretty foolproof. And uh, it provides a hedge against inflation. It provides tremendous income. It provides mm-hmm. um, a free and clear home if they want it to. And it's just a, it's a terrific plan. We've gotten great, yeah. great reviews on it.
3: Yeah, yeah, it really works well. And it provides a lot of flexibility, and it does allow people to invest in other asset types if they want to, um, using the equity that they built up in their investment real estate. Yep. So it, it's uh, it's it makes sense. People or, say or oh, their
2: personal real estate for that rather, or the personal or personal, uh, personal home. Yep, if um, right.
3: if they choose to do that, uh, we yep. have uh, systems that work for either situation. Uh, but people primarily think, well, I can't really do that with an exchange because mm-hmm. um, the exchange rules say you have to exchange like kind for like kind, and mm-hmm. that's that's where our system really um, has a major advantage there because that's right. it does do that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it enables you to use part of that equity to take it out and put it into another asset class, if that's what you choose, right. uh, even with the exchange regulations.
2: That's right. Or even pull it out tax-free and, and uh, send your kids to college, for example. It is tax-free, um, and that's not a misnomer. It's not tax-deferred, but the money in our legacy investment plan is tax-free. Um, and we'll explain that to anybody that wants to call... Um, we have a what a twenty four seven number,
3: don't we, Mike? We sure do. It's eight 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 no taxes, and uh, people, you know, often give us a call and ask, uh, you know, well, what about this legacy investment plan or your legacy reinvestment plan? You know, what uh, what does that do for me? How can I use that to uh, make a legacy for myself and my family? Or they give us a call and say, hey, I got a question that I'd like you to talk about on the air. So we invite our yeah. listeners to do that. Again, the number is eight 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 no taxes. And uh, we love hearing from you.
2: You bet. And there's a um, Gmail uh, address, isn't there?
3: Or? There sure is, yeah. You can yep. email us if that works better for you. Hi, Dr. Chuck at gmail.com. That's H I D R Chuck at gmail.com.
2: Wow. This Dr. Chuck fellow, um, does he uh, give advice on lower back pain or anything? Uh-
3: yeah, you know what? Uh, <laughs> he probably has some some suggestions for you, but um, yeah, yeah. He, he really may- gives advice on real estate. And, and well, I've listened to him uh, for uh, many, many years, and, and I really appreciate his opinion. Because um, he knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my best advice for lower back pain is get out of property
2: management. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's And we, we have many strategies to show you how to get out of property management, mm-hmm. increase your income, honest to God, And uh, pay no capital gains tax legally. And we always tell our clients, go see your CPA, go see your enrolled agent, whoever you use for your tax advice, Um, you know, and very often I'll get phone calls from the CPA and they'll say, "Um, just recently we got one from them gentleman in Mountain View, and Mm -hmm. hey, this strategy, I didn't know you could do this. This is fabulous. It passes the muster. I always say pass the mustard, (laughs) Um, uh, but I'm not in the mood for a hot dog right now. But champagne after the show, excellent for sure. Good, good. Um, But anyway, um, it passes the muster. It's in the uh, tax code and Mm -hmm. the revenue rulings that we have researched very carefully, and um, it's pretty foolproof. So um, yeah. we're very proud of it and very happy to show people how to maximize their investment, how to avoid paying needless capital gains tax uh, when they diversify or when they sell their, their property, and then take the advantage, uh, getting back to what we said in the beginning of the program, of real estate as the ideal investment right. um, with the income, the depreciation, the equity buildup, the appreciation, and the leverage that we have in them. In the problem.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I know that, um, you know, these fundamental shows are, are really helpful because we can go over some of those major things. I know we've talked a, a lot about how you're not going to be stuck in real estate. You have options, and, and that's a really powerful thing. Uh, maybe we can talk about a couple. Uh, I don't know if we have time to talk about every one of the five points of the Ideal acronym here, but sure. um, you were talking about leverage and how you can really use that to your advantage. Yes. Maybe we can go into that a little bit more. Sure.
2: I think leverage is probably. Um, it's hard to say which benefit is the greatest benefit because the tax benefits of are, are tremendous. But um, if leverage is applied well in anything, in mm-hmm. any investment, in anything in life, really, um, let's face it, delegation of a task is leverage. You're using other people's time, and. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, you're, you're hiring people that um, you pay less than you'd pay yourself um, mm-hmm. to, to get a job done. That's a f- simple form of leverage. Sure. Um, l- uh, every time you go to a bank and you ask a bank to finance a property, they don't own that property and hopefully never will. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully there's no foreclosure later on. Right. Um, but they don't own that property and you are leveraging that asset by mm-hmm. putting a small amount down. With stocks, you can margin stocks at 50%. With real estate, you can margin your real estate literally 0% down if you know how to negotiate it. But more commonly, you can leverage real estate with 20% down or mm-hmm. 10% down uh, very routinely. Um, and um, that's a huge benefit with leverage. Absolutely. Now, most recently in the uh, property management business, and we've been in that business 25 years, we're always looking for ways to maximize profit for our clients and eliminate expenses. And um, we have investments that do that. But if you have a piece of real estate these days and you want to maximize your income, you can use leverage in the form of Airbnb, for example. Hey, there you go. You know, you can put two, three, four people in a bedroom at one time. Oh, it's ghastly,
3: but people- well, it's not that ghastly. Uh, it's very, very <laughs> common in in the market around here. You're younger being, than I am, Mike. Yeah. Well, it, it's not my living <laughs> arrangement. I'll tell you that. Uh, but right. um, yeah, yeah. it is something that is very common, and yep. um, right. know, a, a lot of young engineers coming coming yep. out of school. Right. They're right. they're used to a dorm environment, and um, yep. you know they work hard, and uh, yep. they're okay with. This type of environment that's I, more communal and um, social.
2: I talked to a guy yesterday who's involved in that, and uh, some there's some students from China who are sleeping on the floor in Palo Alto hmm. paying $900 a month oh, for that. No. <laughs> and they don't mind. They don't bat an eye. This particular guy he was talking about is a medical student, and uh, wow. I guess he's used to sleeping on the floor, and he's willing to pay 900 bucks to do that. Well, he's probably figured out that lower back pain issue, so <laughs> he might as well sleep on the floor, I guess. So, Mike, in a future program, let's talk, do a deeper dive and talk more about all of these benefits, because leverage alone could be a show, and we probably should do that. But we've planted a few seeds in our listeners' uh, minds here. Um, Hopefully, you'll give us a call if you need to and talk about some challenges or some possibilities or some dreams you have about life, and let us help you find a way to use what you already have to get what you need to realize your dreams. Thank you, Mike, for being with us. It's yeah. been a real pleasure. And Mike, back in the engineering room, thank you for helping us. Yes, he's clapping for himself, but I'm clapping for him as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's and, been a good show. And to Yes, it has. And to our listeners, uh, give us a call anytime. Look forward to talking with you. Let's meet each other again next week for another show with Dr. Chuck. And thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Mike. My
1: pleasure. This has been your Real Estate Insider with Dr. Chuck Fury. It's his mission each week to make real estate easy, lucrative, and fun. If you have a specific real estate challenger story you'd like to share with Chuck, just send an email to hi, Dr. chuck at gmail.com. Again, that's H-I-D-R-Chuck at gmail.com. Or call 1-888-NO-TAXES. That's 1-888-NO-TAXES.